Hello and welcome to the GMHBA Healthier Together podcast series. This series has been developed to assist you to master your health and well-being. Health is too hard when you try to go it alone, and we know that together we are healthier. Today on the show we'll be discussing how to get started with exercise with Bree Filippone. Bree has a Bachelor of Exercise and Sports Science, Exercise Physiology, from Deakin University. Strength and Conditioning Level 1 Coaching Accreditation, Certificate 3 and 4 in Fitness, alongside years of experience working with leading strength and conditioning coaches and clinical exercise rehabilitation. Bree runs her own group fitness business, The Hit Project, and is also the founder of the Finisher Community, focused on run collaboration. Brie Filippone, welcome to the GMHBA Healthier Together podcast series. Thank you. Tell us a little bit about you, about your experience and how you got into this whole exercise thing. Yeah, great question. Um, so I am a exercise scientist, also known as a glorified personal trainer. <laughs> so I've done my um, sports and exercise science degree at um, Deakin University. Um, I completed that about a year and a half ago. It's a three-year course. And when I was going throughout uni, I did my certificate one, uh, certificate three and four in fitness as well and kind of went straight on into uh, training clients um, I've always been quite active, so I've been a basketballer, played relatively high-ish level of sport from the age of like 12 through to 21 or so. Always had my fingers and toes in the fitness industry and kind of got more and more interested in um, exercise after an injury that I had when I was younger and got exposed to the gym environment. And at the time, I really hated it. But then as soon as I got out of that injury, I just realized I really loved the health and fitness side of that. And it was more than just sports performance. It was just making me feel so good. And I just became obsessed with finding out everything I could about it. And hence when the study, the training people and... Why do you think we should all be exercising. Plain and simple to make you feel better. And I know that's a very, very simple answer, but you feel better, you know, you look better, you live a healthier life, um, you're stronger and you're more capable to do all the everyday tasks, whether it is running, playing with your kids, you know, it might not be a performance goal, but I think um, just, just for life, yeah. So what's a common thing that you hear from people that want to get started with exercise, but they don't know what to do first. They don't know what the next step is. A common thing I hear from people wanting to get started is it's more I hear their fear. I might hear excuses about wanting to get started but not sure how to start, Um, but it often comes out is fear. So it might come out in I don't have time, I, I don't have the finances to, I don't know what to do, but actually that individual knows exactly the answers that they need to take. Essentially, they just need to get moving, but it comes out in fear. They're nervous, they're doubting themselves, and they're they're scared of change as well. So how do you get people to overcome the initial fear of exercising? Really good question. (laughs) Um, There is no um, one-size-fits-all approach, and there's not one answer to how someone can overcome that fear. And it might be simply setting the bar a little bit lower. People often set really, really high expectations on themselves or what they assume getting started looks like or getting fit or getting healthier looks like. They see someone that they've, you know, role modeled off and fitness or health to them is training every day, eating really well. Um, and that just really looks really hard and it is quite hard to do from starting at nothing. So setting the bar lower, I, you know, aim for the stars, but set the bar really low so that you you hit the stars anyway, is probably the best thing to do. So instead of trying to be the epitome of health, 
starting slow. It might be getting out for a couple more walks a week or even just parking your car a little further away from work um, to get some extra steps in. Otherwise, get over the fear is reaching out to someone who has those answers that you think that you don't have. And that could be you know, a friend who has started the journey before. Um, it could be a coach. It could be a trainer. If you've been looking at group classes somewhere, um, reach out to that business or reach out to the trainer there and say, hey, what's the deal? I'm starting from scratch and just be really transparent that you're starting from scratch and often they're there to help you achieve your goals. So that fear should really minimise or dissipate pretty quickly. Now, people talk a lot about motivation. What do you see <laughs> as motivation and, and, and how can we spark it and maintain it? <laughs> what is motivation? Unfortunately, you can't buy it as much as you like to think. But motivation isn't really overly tangible. So you don't always have it. You don't, you can't just get it. It's not going to be with you every day. But motivation is the thing that makes us do everything. So there has to be some form or some level of motivation to get up out of bed. Sometimes good motivation, sometimes bad motivation. A good example about that is, um, for example, I hate washing the dishes. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Um, I don't. It's not joyous. The completing the task of washing my dishes also isn't joyous. But the consequence of not doing it is. I won't have dishes for my next meal. My house will be a mess. The kitchen's a mess. So there's that consequence of not doing it. There's a bit of motivation is if I don't do it, the house is going to be messy. Same when it comes to health and fitness. There's that having a understanding of, of what it is or why it is that you're doing something um, f- for an outcome. It could be a goal, for example. Your motivation might be the goal outcome is, is how we get um, find that motivation you can spark it through support so getting help from someone or accountability with someone else because you know that you're you're letting someone down if you've told someone I'm going to go to the gym twice this week and you go once and you don't go the second time because you were on the couch watching Netflix um that's a that's that's a good way to spark your motivation don't want to let Joe blow down I'm going to go to the gym um Consistency, creating consistency and just doing it with, like I said earlier, setting the bar a little bit lower and aiming for two sessions a week as opposed to five. That can also, um, that consistency of just doing it anyway can also help. Okay, so Bree, talk to us about goal setting. Is this an important part of the puzzle of exercise and motivation? Yeah. Absolutely. With the goal setting, if you're just moving for the sake of getting moving, you might lose the point as to why you're doing it. Because if you haven't got that motivation and you haven't got a goal, you're probably not going to be with anything. So say if you're, you're, you started off exercising just to get healthy. Okay. And that was all it was. It's not overly tangible. You can't really, you can measure, you can measure health through lots of, you know, biomarkers, see a GP, see a trainer, do fitness testing. But if it's pretty broad and your goal is very, very broad, when your motivation is low and, you know, the joy of exercise isn't there and you've got no goal, you're probably not going to get out of bed or go to the gym class or go for a run. You're not going to do it. So with the goal setting, it is really important that you create goals that are relatively specific and that could be, it could be, you know, it could be a weight loss goal. It could be a running 5K. It has to be measurable. So you've got the measurable of 
achieving a 5k run or a, a certain uh, body fat percentage or muscle mass in terms of body composition if you weight loss or weight gain is a is a goal of yours achievable so that's you know part of it is is realistic being realistic that is the next one realistic um, and then time bound. So giving yourself a time time frame to achieve those goals, you know, often 12 weeks, depending on the goal, is a good part of time, three months. Um, so that's important when it comes to goal setting. With also goal setting, I like to use a little tool called pleasure and pain motivation. It's a little bit morbid, so not every client goes <laughs> through this. <laughs> Some people don't really like to um, think about the negative sides, but I ask the question, how will you feel in six months time when you achieve your goal like how will you be feeling and say if um, it was to run a half marathon or run 5k how will you feel then it'll your answer might be I'll feel great I'll feel fit I'll probably lost a dress size this that and you just really experience write down talk about how you're going to be feeling and how you know you're going to be feeling in that point in time and then there's the morbid side which is the the pain motivation like how are you going to feel when you don't do anything how will you feel in six months time knowing that you didn't take any of the steps needed um to achieve that goal and it's like I feel lazy I'll be disappointed I'll be pretty grumpy I won't have achieved anything really I'll be exactly where I am right now so that kind of pain um that yeah it, it, it is quite powerful not every client needs to go through that it's a great idea yeah. because if you if you have that conversation up front then on the days where they don't feel like working out, they've already told themselves yeah. all the bad things that are going to happen if they don't get up off the couch. Yeah. And so it, it is, it does sound morbid that you think <laughs> about those negative things, but if you've attached it to not doing the exercise, then you're more likely to get up off the couch and yeah. go out into the cold weather and, and go to the gym. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that health and fitness is attached to a person's sense of self to their Mm. identity? Oh, yeah. That's a really, really good question. And I think it often does. Um, We do often put these little, uh, how do you call it? Yeah, identity or or we we tell ourselves little stories about ourselves and we have this narration about who we are as people that either ignite us to make change or be consistent or be the type of person we want to be or be the person that maybe we don't want to be, but it's part of our identity. Now, this sounds very, very abstract, and I get that. But a good example is because I feel like I've been on two points of the spectrum through this, and then that's probably why I've gotten so into my health and fitness. Um, for example, when going through high school, I was – this was years ago. I'm a bit older than, than 18, by the way. <laughs> um, I used to procrastinate or procrastinate is what I say. So year 12, I would make these amazing brownies every single week, these <laughs> decadent chocolate brownies. And I used and I started to be like, I'm the girl who procrastinates. I'm the girl who makes brownies for everyone at school. And that was part of my identity. And I ended up hating these brownies at the end but I did it because it was that was the type of girl I am luckily for me things kind of changed and I became the girl who started running I started running and I loved it so much I was like telling everyone you got to start running get off get off the couch just move and I became the girl who ran and that became part of my identity and that's probably why I'm still running today is because I'm the girl who does that and I'm and I think we all have that ability within us all we do tell ourselves 
do tell ourselves these stories that inhibit us from being the best versions of ourselves every day. So if you change that narrative, change that narrative of the person who, you know, knows everything that's going on in Netflix or knows every funny YouTube video and maybe start to be the person in the office who does boxing or maybe you become the person who goes to the finisher every Sunday morning and runs. That's your identity. You can change it just by your thoughts very, very quickly. So what if you're someone who tells yourself that you don't like exercise? <laughs> what, what, what do you say to these people who, who come to you and yeah. they they want to change their habits? They, they want to lose weight or get fitter or get stronger or whatever yeah. it is, but they've attached that story to themselves. How do you start them off? What's a good way for them to, yeah. you know, start building a different narrative, if you like? That's great because a lot of people have that, I don't like exercise. And they might actually not like exercise, but it's all, all they've got is this tiny little pool of exercise that they might have done years and years ago and they had a really bad experience then. Or, or maybe it was a good experience, but then they stopped or something happened, they got injured and they just fell off the bandwagon. Then they become the person that, doesn't like exercise yes it's a narrative and it's they are in control of changing that narrative um but often if it's come from um from beat from a bad a poor experience or or having too high expectations on themselves that they remember like I said earlier that epitome of health and thinking that you got to train super hard eat really well they're like I hate that fair enough you'll hate that because not many people like that. So it might be set the bar a little bit lower for yourself, start slower, find something that you enjoy. And it could be, I become the girl or I become the guy who likes walking. Start slow and then you become the person who likes walking and doing a few push-ups along the way. And just explore, explore all the options that there are out there for health and fitness and exercise. If you think you hate it, find something new. Don't go back to that place. Yeah. So running's your thing. Yeah, you started off. You, you started off um, going from procrastinating baking to, to running. <laughs> yeah. um, so if someone wants to do their first five k run, yeah, how far in advance should they start training, mm-hmm. and how is a good safe way to prevent injury to to get to that five k run and enjoy it? Five k. The good thing is it's not a massive distance, so. Even though it might seem like a huge number to do and you go 5Ks, that could be 30, 40 minutes, I don't know, maybe more for me to achieve that running. It's amazing what the body can do and how quickly it can adapt for that distance in that time. So, But I would say generally give yourself around 10 to 12 weeks for 5K. If you're going from nothing, we're going from baking to 5K, <laughs> um, yeah, 10 to 12 weeks, but also know that it's probably going to be a little bit shorter than you think. There are some amazing apps that I often recommend for people to use, especially if it is like going from nothing to five. Um, the Catch to 5K running app, amazing results with that. Plenty of my clients have started on that, loved it so much, and they've gone, all right, sign me up for a half marathon. It's amazing because they see the results so quickly. They enjoy running so quickly. It's guided as well. Um, it's a program. Um and yeah, so that one and also there's a Nike running app, um, which I used to use a lot for tracking all my runs when I started. That was a good motivational tool for me to, to keep going because I loved seeing 
like how many Ks I did in a month or just seeing those stats. I'm a bit of a nerd. I love the stats. Um, And then I think Strava as well also do some running programs through that app as well. Now, we've talked about running, but there are so many other components of fitness. Mm. What other training should people be thinking about? In terms of supporting running or as fitness as a whole? Just in general. Fitness as a whole. Strength and conditioning. Yes, yeah. So some of the other components, yeah, definitely strength and conditioning. So strength is building muscle, creating resilience within the muscle tissue, essentially to create longevity within your body throughout your years. Because there is a lot of data that shows, or and I'm sure we're all going to notice this at some point, when we hit the age of 40, our muscle mass is going to start to decline quite rapidly. So if we don't get training now, and or even if you are past the age of 40, it's never too late to start to regenerate and build muscle. But if we're losing muscle mass quite quickly and we're losing that strength, it's going to make all our daily tasks a lot harder. Alongside, alongside cardiovascular fitness, which can be done through the running and the, and the swimming and walking and anything aerobically, um, strength training is one of my strength training is one of the things that I would always add into people's programs. You've got power, which is speed and strength. We've got um, flexibility, respiratory, and also the mental health side of exercise as well. Yeah. So tell us about finisher. Oh, yes. My favourite. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? What is the finisher? Um, it is a part run, part vibe club, um, but it's all inclusive. So when I say club, it's very loose. It's a community group. Um, we run, we move, we walk, we do yoga and meditation, and then we drink coffee at the end. It's amazing. It has everything. Your eyes lit up when I said coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking you, you've got you've got the run, you've got the the stretching and yeah. the yoga poses for strength and conditioning, and then you've got caffeine. Oh, which yeah. is wonderful. And we've got dogs. We encourage people to bring their dogs too. So it's just and it's beautiful at the beach. We so we do uh, we do the finisher every Sunday at seven thirty. And we move at different locations around the surf coast. Yeah, so, right. yeah, it's it's great. So, like, we're so lucky with what we've got down in Geelong. And we've got Bells Beach so close, Barwon Heads, Ocean Grove, Point Lonsdale, just stunning coastline with beautiful tracks, beautiful trails, amazing hills. And so we just utilise that. And So what made you come up with the idea of Finisher? It was very much just an idea at the time. Um, we didn't think too much of it, but we thought it would just be a really good, fun, creative outlet to create some sort of brand where people feel invited to come to. So with the HIP project, which is the outdoor training that I do down in the surf coast as well, every Sunday we did a free run club and... It was we did it in Barwon Heads and we did the same like track every single week and it was beautiful. We loved it. We thought it was the best thing ever. But there was only five people going. Me, my my boyfriend who's the uh, my business partner, two of our clients and then another trainer. And we're like, we should how come this isn't getting more people? And we'd always see other trainers running and other people running and we're like, we should ask them to come run with us. And we often like did 
No one did. And I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that we were our own business. So it was like the hit project run club. I didn't like that idea. I wanted something that was its own thing that invited all the other fitness communities and health communities to be a part of and it not just to be about the hit project. So I was like, the only way we can get everyone moving all together is if it's its own thing um, that's free. So it's not taking business away from anyone else. It's inclusive. Yeah. And people just saw that vision. So we're really lucky that um, I'm really grateful and thankful that we've become really good friends with the guys at F45, Ocean Grove and, and Geelong, Body Fit. I've had a few CrossFit clubs, other running clubs, um, yoga studios, Core Plus, heaps of other communities just getting around it. And it's really lovely to see that everyone just leaves the cha-ching at the door <laughs> and comes in and gets around it. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. So how can people find out more about Finisher and where the next meetup is? Through social media. Yep. So we've got our Instagram is one of the main sources for that. So the underscore Finisher. It's Finisher without the E, by the way. So Finisher. So that's our Instagram and we put pretty much everything up through there. We have a weekly EDM as well that goes out um, and we often put our photo galleries on there as well. We do the location drop every Wednesday and Thursday. So you don't have, you don't, you won't know where next week's going to be. You only know what the coming week is going to be. Yeah. So you just stay tuned. So long as you know it's Sunday, 7.30am, be prepared to maybe drive half an hour. And um, yeah, we have to get people driving from Melbourne in the morning to come down to it, which is amazing. We've had a few people drive from Lawn to come to one in Barwon Heads. Yeah, people travel for it, which is incredible. I didn't expect that to happen. So excited to see how summer will go. We started in March and it's just grown through winter. And Well, Brie Filippone, thank you very much for oh, joining us you, together. Simon. Thank you, Simon. It's been a pleasure. If people want to find out more information on getting started with exercise, there's a great resource called Active Geelong. Active Geelong is a movement on a mission to make Geelong Australia's most active city. It's not about everyone running marathons, but like Finisher, it's about encouraging everyone, no matter how active you are, to move a little more. You can get involved by visiting www.activegeelong.org.au. There are also some great resources about exercising at the Exercise Right website. That's exerciseright.com.au. It's a new dawn in health insurance because GMHBA are partnering with AIA Vitality to encourage us to be healthier by rewarding healthy choices. Join GMHBA V Plus with AIA Vitality to earn real rewards for health checks, exercising, even eating well. Changing how you think about health insurance for life. GMHBA and AIA Vitality. Healthier together.